For this reason we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power, for all patience and long-suffering with joy. Give thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saint in the light. He has delivered us. Say, he has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed to us the kingdom of the Son of His love, in whom we have redemption through His blood, through His blood, through His blood, the forgiveness of sins. Y'all don't have to say no more. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him, who? Who's him? Jesus. All things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. Nothing could exist without him. And he is the head of the body, the church, ecclesia, right? The church, the church universal and triumphant, the church that confesses Jesus, the church that, that declares that the word of God is truth, the church. Who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell, and by him to reconcile all things to himself by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. Say, make peace through the blood of his cross. And you were once alienated and enemies your mind by, in your mind by wicked works. In other words, we were all alienated. We were all separated from God at one time. Don't matter what a good little boy or little girl you were, no matter how good you thought you were, no matter how you obeyed mom and dad, you were alienated from God. No matter how good you were or how bad you were. It's prideful when we think we're there and we've attained Jesus. We've attained salvation through ourselves, isn't it? When you're bad, you know you're not. You know, when you're wild and crazy, you know you don't deserve it. But sometimes, yet now he is reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy, say holy, and blameless and above reproach in his sight. If indeed you continue in the faith, grounded and steadfast, and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you heard, which was preached to every creature under heaven, of which I, Paul, became a minister. So I want you to back up to verse 9. Well, no, you don't even have to go there. I want to pray these things because it said... Uh, 
I do not cease to pray for you these things. So these things are just as powerful and necessary now as they were when Paul wrote them. Maybe more so, probably more so. But stand up. I just want us to, there's six points here, and I'm not making a sermon out of this. I just want to pray these six prayer points, okay? He said, this reason we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be, I pray in Jesus' name, Lord, just say, fill me me with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Fill me with the knowledge of his will. Number two. Walk worthy. I will walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing Him, fully pleasing Him. Number three, I will be fruitful in every good work. I will be fruitful in every good work. I will increase in the knowledge of God. I will increase in the knowledge of God. It won't just soak in, I will increase, I will work, I will pray, I will read, I will study the Word of God. I will increase in the knowledge of God. Who said that? Jesus, 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 Jesus. I will be strengthened. Come on, you're weak. I will be strengthened. With all might, according to his glorious power, I will strengthen myself in the Lord. I will stay strong. I will help others that are weak. And when I am weak, then he is strong. His strength, his strength, Jesus' strength is made perfect in my weakness. For all patience and long-suffering, I have patience. I have patience and long-suffering, and I have joy. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. strength. Y'all believe it? One more. I give thanks. I give thanks to the Father who has qualified me, me, to be a partaker of the inheritance of the saints in the light. I am in the light. I am in the light as he is in the light. Woo! Yeah, Lord. One more. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your blood. Thank you for delivering me from the powers of darkness and conveyed to me the kingdom, the kingdom, the Son of the Most High. Woo! Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Okay. Now y'all can sit down. I'm just about finished.
This is a life preserver. I think that's what they used to call them. And you see them at swimming pools. You see them on boats. And if somebody's drowning, you throw that life preserver. You hold on to the rope and you throw them that life preserver. What's that? No. <laughs> Were you thinking the ones you eat? <laughs> I guess that's where they came up with the life lifesavers, right? Lifesaver. You're right, lifesaver. But you know, I just thought last words are very important, aren't they? When somebody says something on their deathbed, it's powerful. You know, when I got, you know, it's funny when you think maybe you're, you've come, I didn't think that, but when that guy said, you got cancer, basically he said, you got it. And I'm like, no, I don't have it, but inside you're kind of going, well, yeah, I could have it, you know, what am I going to do if I do have it? You know, you're already making plans. So I don't have my plans mapped out. I'm not going to, well, plans for me. There's things I was going to do and things I refuse to do. Cause, so I'd say, God, this is what I'm going to do because I feel like this is your will. So we'll carry it out either way. So it's good to have a, a God that talks to you and tells you what you should do just in case, you know, because it happens. Could have happened to me. I'm, I'm not above being sick and, you know, a lot better people than me have come down with stuff. So I, I thank God, you know, that, uh, that he took that, off, that burden off of me. But last words are usually very important and truthful. Don't you agree? Yes. Jesus' last words on the cross were very simple, weren't they? But very powerful. What did he say? He said, it is finished. He didn't say it like that. He went, he pushed himself up and went, it, it, it is f finished. I mean, it was, took everything he had to get that out of his mouth, right? He said very few things on the cross, didn't he? But they were all very, very powerful. Jesus had some last words before he ascended into heaven, too. And they were very, very powerful. He wasn't under duress. He was risen from the dead, but he hadn't ascended to the Father yet. Mark 16, we use that for a motto for our church, and those who believe. But that's not what I want to read. He said to them, Mark 16, 15, He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every just the people you like, just the people that are easy to say, please tell me about Jesus, right? Yeah, how many times does that happen? Preach the gospel, the good news to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. First Corinthians six nine. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither fornicators, idolaters, adulterers, homosexuals, sodomites, thieves, covetousness, covetous, 
drunkards, revilers, extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. It's like, ooh, that's kind of judgmental. But then he says, and such were some of you. Such were some of us. Such were a lot of us. Amen? Amen. Only for God. (laughs) Only for God. We're clean, clean, clean by the blood, blood, blood. And such were some of us. I changed that from you. But we were washed. We were sanctified. We were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of God. So as believers, we should really take, what do they call it, the Great Commission? And people like to read that when they're talking about missionaries. Well, that's their world was Israel. Their, their world was Jerusalem. Their world wasn't Africa. It wasn't somewhere across the sea. And praise God for people that are called to be foreign missionaries. But, man, if you hadn't noticed, we live in a very heathen nation. Just as heathen as darkest Africa or India or, you know, it's, it's getting darker all the time. But this great revival we're believing for, God wants to, God wants to use us. And God commanded us to be used. So we got to get that fear off of us and walk in faith. Because every day I would say we have a chance to tell somebody about Jesus. Now, sometimes he'll say, I want you to do this. I want you to tell this person this. And sometimes he directs it, but you can always bring it into the conversation, you know. Just like that doctor, I said, no, I don't receive that. I said I don't receive that in Jesus' name. I said, Jesus has got me. But you can do a lot of things. You can invite people to church. If that's the best, if that's the strongest you got, hey, praise God. Do it, though. If you can invite people to this Joanna revival meetings, Bring them here. I'll guarantee you they'll hear the gospel, and chances are they will repent. And if they're sick, they'll be healed. I'm believing God's going to do mighty things. We've got uh, Matthew Eckert coming up, setting up a tent. God, this summer is filled with tent meetings and revival meetings. God is doing something on his one. We've been calling out for years and years and years, and these meetings will be involving many churches. And every time the churches come together and get away from their, what do you call it, uh, me and me only or just about our church, you know, it's, it's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. What's that? Denomination. Denomination demolition. Okay, I'll shut up. But that does remind me of a video by Milan LeFevre. It was called Denomination Demolition. And it was a video, and they got in these... Uh, Demolition derby cars, and one card say religion, one would say something or other, and they were, it was, anyway. Watch it. You can find it on YouTube. Denomination demolition. I didn't like Milan anyway. I loved him, man. <laughs> but uh, have you got that handy? Can we turn all the lights out? I'd like you to watch this. I think this is. How many of y'all know who William Booth was? Hold your hand up if you know. You need to know who William Booth is. 
he founded the Salvation Army. And the Salvation Army